Welcome everybody to the Robert John the Wreck podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Henry. I'm Warren. I'm Robert. And I'm Andrew. And we are back from tour. Back from tour. Back in the homeland. I'm so excited. We're home. (laughs) Yay. So... The last show we played was on Friday yeah. or Saturday? Friday. 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 So we Friday. spent Saturday all day driving for 14 hours, right? All day. 14. Yep. Dallas to Tucson. And then we spent six hours on Sunday driving, right? Seven. 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 Tucson to OC. Dumbass accident on the five. Yeah. That just added an extra hour to our drive. <laughs> we were so close. You could like see Costa Mesa in the distance and so there close. was an accident. But it was nice to get to a place where you at least you're like, oh, like you can turn off the map and you're like, I know where we are. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know this place. And it was cool to see the Pacific Ocean again and go, Hey, on a week ago we were at the Atlantic and now we're at the Pacific. That that trek is not trespassed. By many people, I feel like, going coast to coast. So I like that. It's a uh, very uh, seldom uh, traversed. Traversed. <laughs> Tra- a, uh, it is a rarely <laughs> encumbered encounter. <laughs> Listen, don't use your million-dollar words with me, all you guys, right? Yes, I agree, or Warren. What? It was nicely yes. the Pacific Ocean. Yes. Hey, yeah. That's Knowing where we came from, which was the Pacific Ocean. And then the week before that, you were like, it's so cool that we were just on the Pacific Ocean a week ago. Yeah. That's because that's cool to go from yeah, the Pacific Ocean to cool. the Atlantic. I got to yeah. say, it was How going... many miles do you think we drove? Like, at least, like, 6,000? Didn't you at figure it 6, out? At least 6,000. Yeah, it was like 7,800 or something. In three uh, weeks? In three weeks. That's a lot. That but seems with... like too much, but... That was with the... Uh, with the well, we, le- we left... Well, we can do this. We left with 226,000 miles roughly on the van and we came home with 230 okay so i feel like it'd be more than that that's weird maybe this maybe the speedometer is wrong i feel like it would be more than that but i know what i know i know what we left with and i know we came home with huh well we made it yeah yeah that's the important thing that was a fun tour that was a fun run guys yeah it was good yep a lot, of, was a, a lot, lot of, of new cities that we'd played in. Yeah. yeah. It was a good time. A lot of new cities. A lot of, yeah. a lot of cities we went back to for the first time. In and a lot of new states for you years. two, right? Yeah. yeah. Seven. Seven new seven states. states. Seven, states. seven wow. new states. Damn. Seven states that I've never been to before. What were the seven states that you've never been to it before? It was Louisiana, uh, Alabama, Me too. South Carolina, Me too. Georgia, Me too. Florida. Florida. Uh, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on it. Arkansas? No, we went to Arkansas last time. Uh, You're very right. There was... Oklahoma? Oh, shoot. Oklahoma, and then there was one more. There was... Uh, Tennessee. No, it wasn't Tennessee. It was... Uh, Kentucky? No, we didn't we go didn't to Kentucky. drive through Kentucky? No, no, we didn't. Oh, Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi. Ah, Mississippi. There you go. There it is. Did we stop in Mississippi? We drove through Mississippi. All we, the way yeah, all that's day. where we got barbecue at Murky Waters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we stopped and we got a picture with the sign in Mississippi. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember that now. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it's it, well, it, it's yeah. honestly, it's hard for me to remember <clears throat> the states that we don't play in. Because there's sometimes we'll stop and it's like, okay, I'm at, a, I'm at a gas station. But 
you know, for the most part. I mean, we did stop at the sign, so that's a little different. But, like, if you stop at a gas station and you're in, like, Louisiana or you're, like, in Arkansas, like, you could almost stop at a gas station that's clean. You, for me, I wouldn't even really notice. Yeah, yeah. Unless I like, – and that's why I'm always like, where are we again? Well, and they're always set up pretty much the same way, too. So you walk in and it's just, like, going into Narnia or something. Like, yeah. Just everything's just the next room. Well, the main thing we did in Mississippi is that we stopped for the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, at Mercury. Yeah, well, that's yeah. I should have remembered fried okra, man. I never, I never had fried okra before, and that was that was that was some good shit. Yeah, I like that That too. Delicious. Oh, the other thing that we were talking about a little bit was Warren and Henry finally got to try a lot of the fast food places that we were talking about. Bojangles. 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 Brahms. Brahms. Brahms Brahms for me was Yeah, those two are big. uh, Zaxby's. Zaxby's. Well, I I had never had Zaxby's before. Yeah, I hadn't had Zaxby's either. That was a first for a lot of us. Yeah. There's a lot of fried chicken places across the country. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we forgot about a lot of fried everything places. <laughs> the Wendy's and the Arbus. Oh, Wendy's yeah. and Arbus. Yes. yes. Shout out to Love's and Flying J gas station. And Pilot. Don't forget about Pilot. Pilot yeah. Flying J. Yeah, I'm now a card carrying member. Yeah. And I now own my own uh, thermos that I can go back to and get refilled for a dollar every time. I'm very close to getting my free refill, by the way. Got to get back on the road. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Serious. <laughs> what do you guys? What do, there's no pilots or flying jays in yeah. the, like L.A. Or... Why, why are you guys going on the road? Well, Andrew really wants his free coffee, so yeah, <laughs> we booked this random show in New Mexico. I use my phone number every time I transact <laughs> there now. Now I'm like, oh, they're like, whatever, three dollars. Yeah, <laughs> for your apple and your coffee refill. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, excuse me, I have to put in my rewards number so I can get my free refill at 10 refills, please. Margie, thank you. Adds up. Oh, Margie. Oh, Marge. Let me talk to your manager at the pilot. <laughs> Who's your manager? Is Frank here? Is Frank here? Nobody oh, let him know name. Andrew's here and he, he wants his free refill. <laughs> he knows who I am. <laughs> It was fun, but I feel like the past uh, week was almost a lot of driving. I guess we went to Nashville, right? We got to see a lot of familiar faces in Nashville. Yep. yep. And then Dallas was... It's the first time we've been to Dallas in like eight years. Mm. Maybe we should tell that story. Oh, That'll yeah. be our good tour story is what happened in Dallas eight years ago. But we'll get to that when it happens. See, because I didn't even know about that. Yeah, yeah. No, it'll be good. So uh, we'll keep moving on with that. But first... Let's drink some beers. Yeah. I feel like we should beer, start with the whiskey beer, if we're going to try whiskey. Let's or drink we start some with beer? whiskey. Let's no, let's start with beer. Whiskey. I feel All like right, this is special let's whiskey. Let's drink some beer. Hey, you know what I was thinking? Like, <laughs> what? We, could, we could do wine sometime, right? Yeah. Nah, no, bro. What? Let's do no. wine in Europe. <clears throat> oh, that's a good Nah, no, bro. We'll do Spanish wine and stuff like that. I feel like we could just get Italian we should have taken a second to make fun of you for saying that, but yeah. I was trying to, but no one, no one. I, Ooh, I went the that's aggressive. Dark. <laughs> I went the that's aggressive the darkest route. docent that I've seen, man. The so thank you again docent to docent for providing uh, wow. the beer this evening. Docent. What we're drinking docent. is called a supertonic. 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 Isn't that like a name for uh, uh, one of the intervals in music? I don't know. Maybe? Tonic and the supertonic. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? 
Is it a better version of the band Tonic? <laughs> no, it's it's the version of the band where the music is the same, but all the members have superpowers. Uh, superheroes. It's just it's just extra they're floral essence. So this is a coffee oatmeal stout. Ooh, and just just before you try it, just smell it first. It smells delicious. Wow, yeah. it smells like coffee. It doesn't even smell like beer. I like it already. Mm. Oh, well, I'm very excited to try this. I saw the ABV. Oh. I screwed up, guys. I think everyone did. I but there that is. Well, Steve can wow. guess. That is great. That is really good. So, and it's nice and light. Here's some thoughts, right? It's not super mm. heavy. Yes, yeah. it is not as aggressive as a lot of these coffee stouts can end up being. Mm. They're like really thick and really coffee. This is like the lager of yeah, yeah. coffee oatmeal stouts. It's just really easy drinking, and it still feels heavy. It still it's, feels it's like heavy a in flavor, but not in viscosity. It has that very pronounced coffee, uh, like an espresso shot yeah, yeah. aftertaste, that sort of smokiness. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you usually get them with coffee stouts, but I feel like it's much more pronounced on this one. Like it's very like it has that, it sort of explodes in the back of your tongue kind of right after you drink it. At least for me, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, it's really good. And uh, yeah, it's not as heavy. It's almost like a yeah. porter, but it still mm-hmm. feels not like thick. that. Has that... Nice bottom that stouts usually have. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like it's almost like more of a coffee than it is like a beer. It's like a coffee that, that has yeah beer. That's what I was gonna say because I I drink coffee every day. I mm-hmm. love coffee, and I don't drink stouts very often because I don't like stouts because they're all so heavy and thick. And uh, this is my first time having this, by the way. And uh, it's it's I feel like I could drink this in the morning. Yeah, as a cup of coffee, more than you know. It being a beer, it's very yes. light and soothing with the with the coffee taste, but it doesn't it doesn't have like I'm drinking a heavy piece of bread right now. I'm distinctly getting the flashbacks of breakfast in Europe where we get espresso and you put the little sugar packet in it and it tastes just like that to me. Yeah. Has that particular It's really good. I really like it. Yeah. For for a, a big stout. Fan. Big very fan well of this. Done. Very right, well done, Dustin. You're the only one who hasn't seen the ABV. What do you think it is? I oh, okay. I'm going to guess like mm, eight on the head. On the head? I'm going to go eight. I'm going to go 8.2. Ooh. Warren wins. Warren but you guys are both extremely close. It's 8.8. Oh, wow. Nice. Wow. And I, I really probably good. only need one just because I just... Tried going point two above whatever you were going to do. <laughs> the first person who guesses is usually screwed on this this game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just like Price is Right. Yeah, I just picked these up from Docent, and I told the brewer that we had had the Docents on the road with us because he knew we had them. Mm-hmm. But I told him that some of them we drank warm, but they still stood up as a beer. Yeah, yeah. they're warm good. for sure. And so this is one of these beers. I feel like if we had this warm, it would still be. Oh yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. You know, I don't want a warm beer. But if you have, if you're in the circumstances on the side of the road on the ten in the middle of Texas, you know, I with, would a, just, with I would a blown with out this. tire, yeah, <laughs> right off of Firestone Boulevard, waiting for AAA. He took it as a compliment that his beer was still <laughs> yeah. good, warm. Yeah, no, because that, I mean, that, if you drink like a, a warm Bud Light or a warm Modelo, oh, I mean, no, that, that's nasty, that, horrible. 
So this tastes like piss. Thank you to Docent for yes. Uh, yeah. And yes. Might might worth mentioning that we are playing their field trip festival coming up here. Yeah, on March fourteenth. March fourteenth. And it is March now, which is crazy. Docent. Crazy. Can't believe it's March. We're playing with uh, the Quaker City Nighthawks. Oh yeah. Roebuck and Co. My oh, old contemporary yeah. and uh, my old colleague Cholulas. Eric Roebuck, the Cholulas. So, Good old yeah. Roebuck. Haven't seen him in There's a while. There's going to be a bunch of different breweries, not just Dosen out there. There's going to be a bunch of barbecue. There's going to be yep. a bunch of things yeah. going on. So God, oh though. man, I got that beef rib last year, and it was the best decision I ever made. I was just like giving half of it away to strangers. <laughs> They were like, man, that looks good. I was like, do you want some? There's no way I'm going to eat all this. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, please eat some of this because it's gigantic. I ate a, a, a fried chicken sandwich. Of course had, you did. That had waffles for buns. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen that new KFC sandwich that I has had. donuts for buns? Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't no way. Yeah, I made a deal with Amanda today bad. that I can eat it. If I, if I lose all the weight I gained on this tour. That just sounds bad. In the next couple weeks, and I can go... Eat that weird donut. I feel. Right I feel like that's not the craziest thing though, because like, it's not. But it's like, like the chick, Luther chicken and waffles. Yeah, exactly. You know, from from literally the Luther. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to add some bacon and do some other things. Oh, and a hamburger bun. But yeah, like, does that appeal? Does that appeal buddy. to you? Do you go? God, I, I wish I could have that right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's man. just like chicken and waffles. Like, what is like, you know, yeah, I, I love donuts and I love fried chicken. Like, I, it's a match made in heaven. <coughs> Why would I not want to eat that? I don't know. I guess you're right. I have like the the soul of a fat person in me. It's there. I, I, all I want to do is just eat all day. But you know, you have to do other things with your life. So yeah, but good barbecue. Oh, are you guys bringing your little? Did anybody keep their dose? I still have it. Oh yeah, mine, cup? mine's still in my car. I got mine too. I, I put it on my monitor it. at home. Granted, I think we'll get new ones, but I'm yeah, bringing you can my bring old your old one. one. Yeah, well, you still like have your cool. taster glasses? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. It's in the. It's I been in the van. Yeah, mine's been in my center console since. Yeah. I don't even we remember. Left field trip it had a little carabiner year. on it. You could clip it onto your belt, and it was like a little tin cup. It's like yeah. comes in handy for. It's like, it's like we were on a field yeah. trip. Ah, it's it's so we can always carry it around with us. <laughs> it's so oh. it's so small that uh, I think she said. I think my roommate has been letting his kid use it. For like water and stuff, because I, I, you know, obviously when I finished it, I cleaned it over. It's been sitting in my cupboard, and it's just like a little cup. So I'm, per- it's basically just my nephew's now, my nephew's little taster cup now. I'm just like giving it to him at this point. Do you put a sippy top on it? No, mine's full you're of just, You're just feeding it. your nephew just, beer. Yeah, I just yeah. secretly feed him, feed that three year old <laughs> beer. Yeah. Well, if you're from Southern nah, California, I'm, I'm not doing that, Brad. I don't do that. No, Field no. trip fest <laughs> on March 14th is going to be a hoot. Yes. So, yeah. San Juan Capistrano. San Juan Capistrano. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be great. That was one of my favorite times of last year. Do they have a whiskey sponsor this year? I know Dickel was there last yeah, year. Yeah, Dickel was there last year. Uh, I'm not sure they who's were... there this year. I'm sure. All right, we'll figure that there. out. Does it, did it always say Field Trip Festival on the mm-hmm. top of their beer cans? Yeah, that's that's where they got the name. Yeah. Wow, I'd never noticed that. Did really? you? No, I I had not noticed that either. There's also another awesome. crawler of this when you guys are ready. Ooh, if you guys, yeah. if you guys, are this ready. one. Yep. Are oh you God. prepared? I got two of them because usually we we finish one and we're all like, oh, we need another one. <laughs> well, and I know this one's a little more. But I figured I would get two. It's it's kind of perfect because we I feel like we started off the podcast and we're all like kind of tired from traveling. So it's like here's a little alcohol and a little coffee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I definitely feel my uh, the the B vitamins circling through my 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 veins right now. 
Are there B vitamins in this, or is that a placebo it's, effect? It's, it's beer vitamins. I don't know. B vitamins. <laughs> hey, yo. It makes sense to me. It was funnier yeah, in my head. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than D That's vitamins. Okay. Yeah. Or the, the 10 <laughs> vitamin C packets that I had, and you guys told me that one packet is like 10,000 times what you need or something. I drink almost 10 Yeah, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, well, well, so I got... You got sick, yeah. I got sick, and I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I feel like I still am kind of sick, kind of coughing. And so the... On when we were first on the road, I would wake up kind of congested, and I would take an airborne tablet if I felt that way, and it really made me feel better mm-hmm. immediately. But then it got to the end of the tour, and I don't know, maybe it was just a different like I really got a cold or something. So, or and I tried something different, but I got those emergency packets, and I even made a joke to Steve. I was like, "Oh, I don't need the ten pack," <laughs> and I bought two, and then the next day I bought the ten pack, and this was on Saturday morning. I bought 10 of them. Those and 10 I, packs at like a gas station are not cheap, too. They're like... Yeah, I think it was like 6 bucks or something. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't too... It, wasn't maybe, too I, it was under 10 bucks. But I would put them in my water, and I didn't realize. I thought that <laughs> the, more, the, I, I, the more you drink, the the better it would work or something. So like I was just, I would get a bottle of water, and I'd put one in it, and I was getting two bottles at a time, so I was drinking two, and we would stop... You know, every you know, couple hours. So I was drinking two or four bottles pretty regularly, and then a big. And you had the big bottles too. They were like the the, big one. I'd put two in, yeah, and uh, and I and I drank a bunch of them. And I was telling everybody, I was trying to like be all like, "Hey, I'm on top of my health." I was like, "I'm taking these emergency packets," (laughs) and they're like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "I've almost been through the box," and everybody kind of looked at me like. The box, like, why would you take so many? And I was like, well, you know, I want to get better. And they're like, well, like, one is already a thousand times like what you need, and your body's not going to process any more of that. And so, yeah, uh, you're just going to piss out yeah. what you don't absorb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I ended up pretty much taking the whole entire box, and I guess probably only two of them worked for me. Did it ever? Did it ever uh, come into your mind process the fact that you were actually drinking more water? than normal could help you as well than just the emergency packets? Because you don't drink any water ever. No, that's not true. I <laughs> it's do. true. I drink like liters of water just, a day. I just drank a glass of water right before we... And I'm proud of you podcast. for that. But I'm saying, did it ever come into your mind that like, it might not be just the emergency packet. It might be the fact that I'm actually drinking like two liters of water today. Yeah. No, that, that was... That could a, be helping me out as that well. That was a dedicated idea, but... um you know, at that point they were just flavor packets, but I thought it was funny because everybody in the band like unanimously knew that that wasn't the thing to do, and mm. I, uh, I didn't. So. Well, you can do it, but it's not really helping you out. Yeah, your exactly. body can only ingest so much it's, at one time, and it's usually on those packets. It's just like absorbic acid or something like that. Like it's not like actual like like vitamin C. It's just like basically like synthesized absorbic acid pretty much so it's man we're really like bringing a, you down warren but, yeah. but you did a great job man we're proud it's yeah. completely pointless basically is the point anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think what can happen to is just give you an upset stomach yeah. or something like yeah. that yeah. yeah uh tom tommy the tech uh just uh threw something across my desk here he said and the uh <laughs> apparently you can't you cannot overdose on vitamin c <laughs> and can't. it's because the body cannot store the vitamins so. <laughs> 
But if you have more than 2,000 milligrams a day, it can lead to nausea and diarrhea. So oh, you, wow. m- you might just shit yourself. But. <laughs> that would have been bad. But that'll also help get the toxins out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Whatever oh, helps. I ate 10 <laughs> vitamin works, C right? packets, <laughs> yeah. and it made me fucking throw up and shit the, whole, the 17 <laughs> hours we were in the van. Oh. Why do I feel so sick? I only had 10 of these emergencies. <laughs> You're having an emergency emergency. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. That's funny. Well, you live and you learn. You listen to some music. Let's do it. I, I'm going to make a hard transition here with uh, absolutely zero outside suggestion and say it's time to listen to some music. <laughs> Henry's history lesson. Listen, listen. We almost had a smooth transition there. Almost. <laughs> you had to fucking ruin it. That's fine. Well, that's my job here. <laughs> this is my whole job. We're all about transitions in this band. Well, well, we'll work on it. It makes you the know. podcast. It was right there. You just had to take it. I passed the ball to you. Yeah, but then I had to do a slam dunk with it and then realize the sport wasn't baseball. Yeah. Henry, Henry's that kid who had a, <laughs> he had a tennis racket behind his back and he whacked Did that, that You know what I mean? It yeah. It was like. I had to grab the basketball and make a field goal. Yeah. It was yeah. just like. Okay. Talk made no sense. People. <laughs> That's how my brain works. Yay. I'm crazy. Woo. All right. I'm crazy. You just try no, to. I, I, no, definitely. Definitely crazy. So anyways, what are you going to show us today, Henry? I wasn't Henry? trying to do anything today, but today, however, I am trying to talk about Hawkwind. And uh, I don't Hawk know if that rings... Wind? Does that name ring a bell to anybody at this table right No. Now? Yes. The name Hawkwind. Yes. Not at all. It does. Do you, do you know about Hawkwind? Is, is it Hawkwind Hawk or Hawkwind? Is Hawkwind <laughs> Lemmy's first band? No. Damn it. It is not Lemmy's first band. <laughs> It is a band Lemmy was in, <laughs> oh, he was but it in is it. not his first band. Oh, well, not his first band, but Lemmy was in it. He was in Hawkwind. I knew that, that was close. You just shut him down. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the theme <laughs> you of the podcast. Give him like, you know. Wait, <laughs> All are we, right, okay, we going to okay. talk about... It was the first band that Lemmy was in that anybody knows about. So what really? band was he in first that no one knows about? <sighs> it was like... He was in Too a band shit. called Opal Butterfly. Oh, um, he was in a band called The Rockin' Victors or something like that. <laughs> And in, in the middle of all that, he was also a roadie for Jimi Hendrix uh, ah. as well. And uh, another group called The Nice, which I may talk about in another episode that included a guy named Keith Emerson in it. I know that name. Yeah. And uh, so he was a roadie for a couple groups, kind of went in between being a roadie and being in bands. And then um, doing But then he became in Nighthawk. Hawkwind. 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 All one word, Hawkwind. Is it uh, Hawkwind or Hawkwind? Uh, Hawkwind. Okay. But it is all one word. Uh, it was started by Dave Brock in 1967 or 1968. And uh, they, w- uh, him and basically a random crew of musicians supposedly gatecrashed a talent showcase night at some local venue in England. And uh, they were so disorganized, they didn't have a name, so they just went by the name Group X. And they also didn't have any songs, so they just jammed for 20 minutes. And they got a record deal out of doing that. Go figure. Somehow <laughs> they were able to get a record deal just by showing up somewhere and not, not really thing. So Just winging it, Hawkwind. Yeah. Um, they didn't really get any commercial success off the first, <laughs> off the first record, but they did uh, get some attention in the sort of underground UK scene. Uh, they played out outside of a few major festivals and would do sort of, you know, like, um, this was kind of in a time when, like, they do, like, what, uh, like the acid test type of thing where it's sort of like this cool underground 
thing where people are just playing music and people are all getting high and stuff. And they were one of those kind of bands. Um, and they started writing about sort of science fiction oriented stuff and basically just sort of like adding people in to like basically make sound effects and also having like a, a live dancer. Like they started incorporating like women to like do interpretive improvised dance routines. Did they get the guy from police Academy? They didn't get the guy from police Academy. (laughs) Michael Winslow. (laughs) That would have been pretty cool. You're giving me, you're you're giving me an idea for a uh, remix. And, uh, and and I I don't know if I like it or not. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Andrew. So, so this, yeah, no, it's, I I mean, that's actually what the, the funny part is there are actually those sound effects in this being made by like random, like, like I was listening to their music today and there's like a lot of like legitimately there's like a lot of like synthesizer sounds that are literally just like in the background I can't with wait like a bunch it. of echo did, on did it. Did someone have a horse? Did, was like a horse galloping? Probably. The I would like I would I would not bet against <laughs> that at all. There. Um, this sounds like one of those bands that like everybody was just kind of like like really high all the time. Uh, so. <laughs> Really building this one up. Here. <laughs> what uh, year was this? This 67? was sixty-seven to like sixty-nine, like okay. 70, 71, around the that. Beatlesy, you know? No, not Beatlesy. <laughs> well, not that the band sounds. Oh like yeah, this, yeah, but yeah, the yeah, era yeah. Of yeah, that era. What's yes, going sorry. on? Yeah, yeah. At the same time. I'm, I'm, yes, um, and apparently people left because it was becoming too commercial. Which is pretty insane. Like people actually left this band because that it was horse too is just a couple of coconuts. Yeah. I can see the guy back there. Yeah, like, this is bullshit. It was like not assets. another horse coconut. And man. I'm listening to this 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 music and going, what? Like, how is this commercial? So so because of that, uh, and then there, there on one hand there were people leaving because it was too commercial, and then there were other people leaving on the other hand because they were like, whoa, these guys are like too high all the time, and I don't want to be high on acid all the time, and this is crazy. So you had like they've gone through like ten different band members at Fucking this point. Narks. And then uh, then they recruit Lemmy <laughs> somehow, um, and uh, at the same time they recruited a guy named Simon King to play drums, which is where we sort of tune in on this. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the song that I'm going to play, which I, which again was pretty hilarious. Um, one of their lead vocalists, uh, Robert Calvert, who also played woodwind and saxophone for the band, wrote the lyrics to the song. Is basically based on some sort of book where a guy was writing about like making a time machine, but basically. This Robert Calvert guy like like analyzes it and was like, oh, he's just talking about a bicycle. It's not a time machine, and so there's this like insane like essay about how he was reading this this essay that was supposed to be about building a time machine, but really he dissected it to the point to where he was like, oh yeah, he's just using this crazy pseudo scientific French language to like make it sound like he's making a time machine, but really he's making a bike. Which is also kind of like a time machine. It is because like it gets you from machine. point A to point B in, in a certain amount of time. So, yeah. so he wrote the lyrics about this this essay, <laughs> and basically the song is called "Silver Machine," and and that was the whole concept was like I'm going to make it sound like I'm making a time machine, but really I'm making I'm just talking about having a silver bike. That's too commercial, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. That shit. right. Sponsored, brought to you by. Huffy. So, so this Robert Calvert guy. Uh, they they had the live track from basically this this came from a jam that they were performing live. They brought it in the studio to re-record the vocal, uh, 
And uh, at the time, he was in a psychiatric hospital, so he couldn't re-record the vocal. So everybody in the band tried re-recording the vocal, and then eventually they're like, hey, Lemmy, you should try re-recording this vocal. And in about one or two takes, they were like, okay, yeah, Lemmy's going to sing this song from now on. And I don't, I don't imagine the guy was very happy about that. Bless you. Um, and so it sort of went on like that for a little bit. They were touring America some years later when uh, Lemmy was caught transporting amphetamine into Canada, and they Not thought Lemmy. it was and, <laughs> no. And, uh, so this is this is Lemmy's name to the This is where it's this is where it's it's. It's kind of insane, right? You have a band that's like high on acid constantly all the time and has people leaving <laughs> because they're too erratic. Then Lemmy comes in and in a couple years, you know, gets busted or whatever. So get this. He was not busted because he was transporting amphetamine. He was busted because he had amphetamine and they thought it was cocaine. And that's why he went to jail. So they bailed him out and then they were like, yo, man, you're too crazy to be in our band. So, so you can't be in our band anymore. So then Lemmy started Motorhead after that, basically. That sounds good. He didn't want to be a hippie anymore. I'm proud of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, um, let's hear this thing. I've yeah. never been more enthused to hear something. Yeah. It's about a as bike. As, make, and then as Lemmy, soon as I can make this work. Amphetamines um, and... Time machines. Michael Winslow was there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, sound uh, effects. And without further ado... <laughs> by, the, by the way, let me preface this by saying this is probably... This is easily the most commercial sounding song out of this band's era of, like, this collection of records that I was able to find. So that's why it's a hit, but it's still, like, okay, these guys are definitely really high when they're playing this. But it's pretty cool. It's a cool piece of history. You can hear roots of punk rock, and you hear roots of, like, you know, sort of sort of other subgenres of rock music. Uh, Silver Machine. Bye. By the band Hawkwind. Cool. We're going to drink this other dose of beer in the meantime.
<laughs> okay. Well, it sounds like they were high. Yeah. <laughs> did let me play. Dude. Did let me play bass and yeah. sing. Yeah, he was playing bass and singing on that. Yeah, that was actually. I think that was actually the first uh, studio recording that he played bass on for them, and it was a single in between albums that was released. And uh, later on, when they did a reissue of that record, they just put it on the expanded edition of it. But it was initially just a single that was sort of its own standalone thing. And then the album after that was was actually Lemmy's first record where he was actually on the whole album. And he did a couple records with them. Um, and it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, this yeah. is in England? Yeah, it's in England, yeah. They, they pretty much got success in England, from what I understand. They did some tours of America, but... Pretty much all their charting success was in was in the UK. Wow. He sounds young. Yeah, you can like hear it in his voice. He yeah. like doesn't have that like that grumble yet. He's like, it's like, oh, he still has like a clean voice. He's still got a lot of drugs to do. Yeah, girls to screw sucks to be you. <laughs> if I could take it all back now, I wouldn't. What it did, <laughs> things people said that I shouldn't. No one go look that up. The only person who should know what I'm talking about is Warren, but I don't even think he knows because that's pretty... Is it an Eminem song? It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. That's like off Shaking one of my his head. first couple albums, maybe. SMH, yeah. bro. SMH, bro. SMH, man. Bro. I'm talking about 70s rock here. You guys are talking about Eminem. SMH. That track was weird. How often are they using synths like that? Well, like... Probably not like that, which is just like we're gonna do like a a, a minute filter wave right. and just like uh, do this throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Which you probably would have made it fun to be on acid and yeah. go to that yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like the only thing that would have made it fun because the rest of the track was like pretty like yeah. Silver, it's, it, yeah, it's it, just, it just like, was what it was, yeah, you know. Like yeah, yeah. But it, if there, if like whatever, when does Hendrix start in this? Well, in 60s, so so that record came out in seventy one. Um, then Led Zeppelin is already a yeah, thing and that, stuff that, like that, right? That like, single came out in '72. I feel like that was probably like the the punk rock of that thing because it, yeah. it was definitely like an underground thing. And you can hear influence, like you can hear influences. No, in there's there blues like, in there. Yeah, there's, there's like, but like that song's essentially a Chuck Berry riff. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's basically, a Chuck Berry riff with like distortion on it and a, a motoric groove, basically. And it's like, you can hear all the stuff that would become punk, basically. And I'm sure there were tons of punk bands yeah. that were, like, you know, listening to Hawkwind and stuff like that. Sex and Pistols, for sure. That sounds like a total th- Sex Pistols thing. They're 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 pretty unanimously classified as a proto-punk group, along with, like, MC5 and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Proto-punk. So they're, they're sort of, like, the British end of that, basically. I'd be interested in listening to more of it and just yeah. seeing how fucking weird it gets. Oh, yeah. It's uh, like... I could see what you're saying where, like, yeah. it's not weird enough for the weirdos, no. but it's not pop enough for pop people. Because yeah. if if we're in, like, you know, end of Beatles, beginning of Zeppelin uh-huh. sort of era of pop music, then where does that even fit yeah. into that equation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much good shit going on that you're like, why the fuck would I yeah. <laughs> this thing? No, and it's not this bad. It's just a... It's yeah. interesting. It's a it's an interesting piece of history, I think. And yeah, it's exactly. and it's like it's like, man, like this got a record deal back then, which is like which is crazy. Because yeah. it just is like there's like all this noise going on and it's like it's like basically the same thing over and over again. It's like this droney sort of it's it's space rock, you know, it's like this droney sort of thing and 
it's just interesting. I, I find it really sort of compelling and interesting, and I listened to them for about two hours today and was just sort of like, man, this is just like, this will just make you zone right out. Like, kind of, this is just some kind of, like, man, these guys are I feel high. Like it would be, <laughs> I feel like it would be good, like, studying music. It you, could be. you can't really tell what's going on. Yeah. So you, you kind of... Well, and it's a steady groove. Do, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. It's a steady groove, and... <laughs> It's like with like classical music and stuff. It, like, right. It's like you know? hypnotizing. It yeah, is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. A lot of their stuff is instrumental too. Like like a, like half of that song was instrumental, and they have songs that are like fifteen, sixteen minutes long that are basically that, with like random spaces of just noise, and then it'll come back into like a groove, and it's literally just like, just like go, like grooving yeah. and and like. For like seven minutes straight of just like, all right, this is, we're just gonna play this thing for like seven minutes and just go with it, and it's just gonna be that <laughs> for seven minutes. Can I also say, for as as much a story as there was between like the bike and the time machine, yeah. I thought there were gonna be more lyrics. Right, 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 exactly. Well, that, and that was the, sorry, I'm not shitting no, on no, it. No, no, like, no, but the, that's the thing. Because I what looked do they up, mean by silver no, machine? And I, and I was saying that because I looked at because I looked it up on. Like, I was looking up this interview where they were talking, you know, they had, like, paragraphs to say about this song and about the conception of this song. And I'm like, oh, man, this must be, like, a crazy ordeal. Like, and I was listening back and the I was like. The person that was writing it was probably like, <laughs> really high as well. There's, yeah, like, exactly. three verses on when this, the story, it's like, right? It's like seeing a piece of modern art that's just, like, a red line on a white yeah, canvas like, and what? going, like. This represents, like, you know, all the pain in society and <laughs> snow blind of winter. And yeah. the artist is like, no, I was just really one high red line. Yeah. Red. Well, and the guy that wrote it had all this <laughs> to say about crayon. it and was explaining the whole conception of it. And I was like, yeah. okay. So I listened to it again and I was like, yeah, he's just talking about, like, getting on a bike. Like, wh- <laughs> like why are you <laughs> talking about this for, like... <laughs> At length, Queen yeah. perfected the bicycle song. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but that's art right there, right? I, I mean, the fact that we're having this discourse about it is like, bicycle. is like, well, pro- you know, mission accomplished. I for guess, them, yeah. Shit, you, you just know? have to have a good story, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Georgia Mud was about uh, the economic crisis of the <laughs> <laughs> stock market. Crash. It's all, it's all metaphors. It's, gonna, it's true. Gonna get dirty. Gonna get it rough. <laughs> Back then, I knew a lot about the stock market. Super machine! Super machine! <laughs> yeah! Uh. So, yeah, that's Hawkwin. Check nice. him out. Man. All right. If Hawk you want to put on Thank some you. hypnotic stuff. Uh, I didn't mind it. I actually, I actually kind of enjoyed it. It was, it was really cool to just kind of zone out to. And, it did uh, have that quality, too. Yeah, it, because when things have long sweeps like that, yeah. I feel like your brain can't make heads or tails of it. Yeah. I barely slow. remember what we just listened to. Yeah. Silver machine. Yeah, that's all you that's need all to know. Uh, come on. Silver machine. Uh, no, but... <laughs> and then. Yeah, you're in the mood for that kind of thing, you know. Sometimes you just you just want to listen yeah. to something droney and just sort of like this is what it is, and it's it it has its place for sure. Uh, just like anything else, you know. I, I, it's a, it's an interesting chapter in. The history of of rock music. Basically. Yeah, it's weird to think that like and Lemmy, yeah, and Lemmy as well. Yes, who's exactly. you know like a you know a legend, obviously, and and he's also a dude who's. I mean, he's obviously known for Motorhead, but that's right. never stopped him from having any other projects. No. He's done a million. I saw I saw him 
two or three weeks before he died at the coach house, and he's playing with his rockabilly yep. band. And I was like, oh, shit, he I plays would, in a fucking rockabilly band. I was band. just going right. to say, cool. I, I have a friend that, that used to be very active, and he's just getting back into it. And he was a, he was an upright bass player, and he also had his own project, Rory Justice. And uh, he shared this video shortly after his passing of, you know, oh, Lemmy came up, and he was jamming rockabilly songs with us for like 20 minutes. And it's just Lemmy on the mic, and my buddy Rory's playing stand-up bass, and, Le- and that's Lemmy, like, singing rockabilly tunes. Well, he's not even wearing... He's just up there right singing. Right before like, he died. Jeez. Yeah, and it was like... And, and it was like, oh, yeah, this happened in 2007. Like, he would, like, come up to, like, our bar gigs, and, like, it was fucking Lemmy, oh, wow. like, just singing rockabilly tunes with wow. us. That's awesome. Yeah. Genuine dude. If you guys have not seen the documentary entitled Lemmy... You should go see it because it Good is movie. a f- freaking amazing documentary. It? I Netflix. haven't seen it. Is it, it on Netflix? It, Netflix? it used to be on Netflix. Yeah. I'm sure you could probably get it on yeah, YouTube yeah. or something. Yeah. But um, it yeah, really, it's, it's really just cool. called Lemmy, and it is yeah. it is amazing. It is such a good documentary. I, I, that's definitely one of my one of my top documentaries for sure. I, I really enjoyed that, and I'm not like you know I'm not a diehard Lemmy fan or anything, but just it was just very very compelling to sort of look at the guy's career and sort of. Because it talks about Hawkwind in, in the documentary and stuff like that. Yeah. And just interesting. It has a lot of these really um, earnest, you know, sincere conversations with him. And he's just, like, going to the rainbow and, like, playing video games on the arcade at the fucking rainbow in L.A. Wow. And lives in a little apartment, you know. Like, just super humble, interesting dude and... Yeah, he had custom been, boots been, boots made by the by a leather maker. He's been making Lemmy's yeah. boots for like twenty years. I think like the intro scene is like him carving out like super close up shots. It's really well done. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I've been making Lemmy's boots for like twenty years, and they're all like this custom crazy. And Lemmy's just such an, an amazing person. And yeah, yeah. go check it out. Yeah. I could talk about it all day. R.I.P. Lemmy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hawkwind. Yes. Hawkwind. Check out Hawkwind. Steve, do you want to introduce us to this I w- fine I would love to. bottle of I would love to. horse whiskey? Yeah. If you Is guys want to open that up. Made from a real horse. Uh, so you know so this, uh, this whiskey comes to us from uh, our good friend Christina Bunkers. Christina. Yeah. She's been coming to a ton of our shows lately. That's yep. awesome because I think she just discovered us like a few months ago. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christina. Yeah, and she, uh, uh, Phil Allen, uh, used to work over there with her at uh, Fusion Academy. Jeez, how do I even and, open this uh, thing? I think it's the, I think it's the little you pull the little danglies the on the on oh, the other pull, side. Oh, you okay, got, got it, got it, got it, got it. So as a Jeez. Uh, oh, look at that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Describe it. It's like a wax seal that you'd like see on a bottle of Makers, except you like there's a pull tab to pull it off. It's pretty. It's pretty intense. Yeah. And the cork is like a horse being ridden by a man. Yeah, so so as a uh, she got us this as a welcome home gift for the got band <laughs> to celebrate a successful tour. Uh, and this is Blanton's uh, Single Barrel Bourbon, Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey. Um, it's uh, made at the Buffalo Trace Distillery in Kentucky. And uh, Blanton's was launched in 1984, and uh, it was the apparently the first commercial, like mass sold single barrel whiskey, bourbon whiskey, which is pretty cool. You know, I gotta say before tasting it, the cork is cool and the bottle is cool. It's almost shaped like a, like a grenade or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came in a nice bag. It's wax sealed. The the you have a little like. Uh, 
like figurine, like a metal figurine of a, a horse over here. A jockey. A jockey, jockey on a horse. Yeah, yeah and the, that was a cool thing, too. I was, horse I was with a man on it. Is that every one of the, uh, the bottle tops is a, a jockey on a horse in a race. And, uh, and each one of the bottle tops has a, has a letter on it. And you can collect them, and if you collect all of them, it spells Blantons. Oh, <laughs> really? Right. So there's two two ends on in Blantons, and uh, and if you put them all in a row, it's from the the starting line to the finish line in a horse race. That's awesome. And the like the legs on the horses are different parts of the stride. Which one did we? And get? everything. So we got one of the ends. I think it's the uh, the first end. I think it's the s- yes. I think it's the first end. I'm not sure. I don't have the other ones to compare it to. But. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see it now. It's down by the horse's foot. It's one of the ends. Yeah. That right. So that's really cool, cool little, well, thank little you, fun Christina. thing. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Christina. What a great Fresh. gift. Cheers, Cheers everybody. everybody. Welcome home, guys. Woo. It smells good. Ooh. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Mm. That's nice. Mm. That'll knock your cold into the dust. Not as intense as I thought it was going to be with the with the burn and everything. That's it's very nice. very smooth. I but I I got a nice quick like right out the nose. Yes. Rush. Yeah. yeah. It's real 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 quick mm-hmm. though. But it goes away really fast. But it's it like a horse there. out the gate. First, <laughs> yeah. That first burn yeah. is there. It and it. Smells like it's going to be more aggressive than it actually is. Yeah, right? yeah. that's exactly what I thought. It's al- it's almost like wasabi, how it just kind of like hits yep. you for a second and goes away. Mm-hmm. But it's not. That's wasabi. really nice. It's got Very that nice. that great syrupy down the throat thing. Just we're all trying to meet here first, right down the gullet. It has right a back end the too, and on the back mm-hmm. end, and get some back end. Like some nice it's spice. really smooth, and then comes in at the very end. It's really warm too. I'm getting some warmth. Oh yeah, this is a mouth. bourbon. This is a bourbon. Yeah, it is very warm. That's yeah, actually like very it. good. Very nice pointer. This is like one of those whiskeys that they put in the the dog's barrel that goes under his chin, and you're like frozen in the snow, and he puts it in your mouth, and it brings you back to life. Yeah, I, it's I could still feel it in my mouth right now. Yeah. Are you still doing phrasing? <laughs> mm. uh, That's really good. Yeah, it's really it's a really nice that. bourbon. I'm into that. It's, uh, and uh, do you guys want to guess what the uh, ABV is? Sure. On this, forty percent, ninety percent. Most whiskeys are somewhere between forty and fifty. So yeah. forty-five. I don't know. Forty-two. Yeah. You're close. Forty-six point five. It, it varies okay. a little bit. See, si, pero no. But yeah, this is really good. When. I really like the. I gotta say, I really, really enjoy the packaging. I, li- yeah. I like. I like the idea of collecting all the tops and looking at the race. And shit. Mm-hmm. I think people don't put enough emphasis on stuff like that for stuff like this. Uh, you can, uh, like, we've drank how many bottles of whiskey? Yeah. And how many of them have we saved or wanted to save? Yeah. I'm not throwing that. Horse top away, that thing's badass. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think we should uh, keep that somewhere. And Especially like walking down an aisle at a store that sells a lot of whiskeys. It's like, you know, they all, they're all rectangular or, you know, they kind of all have, I feel like whiskey bottles. Similar have a bottle similar shape. shape. Yeah, yeah. Like vodka bottles, I feel like are generally circles and stuff. And mm-hmm. like when you're walking down, 
that sticks out and you're like, oh, hey. And then you try it and you're like, oh, shit, this is actually really good. I want to drink all the bottles so I can spell Blanton. Yeah, exactly. Can you see that? Can you? You took the wax off, right, Andrew? Yeah. Can you see the the letter? Yes. Yeah. Thing before you take the wax yes. off. Yes. So yeah, when yeah. you go in to a store, you can pick which letter you technically want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a way, it's not like a baseball card. Yeah, right? that so would not, be kind of cool. Yeah, though. that'd be kind of cool if you if you didn't get to know, and then you just had to. That would be Funko Pop yeah, yeah. status at that point. Well, and then you're just fucking gambling. And yeah. also the uh, I was I was looking into it because I was like, oh, I wonder if like any of the letters were like more rare than the other ones, like Monopoly pieces or yeah. some shit, you know. And uh, but they make the same amount of all the letters and stuff. So Interesting. I, I think people, some people might think that depending on what letter you get at the top, it might be like a variant on like what like barrel it comes from or what you know whatever. But that's not the case. Um, as I was looking into it, all of the Blanton's bourbon is uh, is aged in the same like whiskey barn. It's it's a metal metal whiskey. Bar. I don't know the name. Pretty of it. much is. Pretty much is. But it's it's just one building <laughs> whiskey bar. One building. It's a whiskey uh, house. On the thing. A whiskey whiskey house. bar. Pretty much is. Pretty yeah. Much. This is where so we it's feed cool. The it's just the, the the one, and so it's kind of a little more uh, 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 special, and you can't. This is under the same the same. Um, it's at the Buffalo Trace family company as Buffalo Trace. Yeah, yeah. And Blanton's was started in 1984 and was named after Colonel Albert B. Blanton. 1984? 1984. Colonel, uh-huh. huh? This, this one, yeah. And this one was named after Colonel B. Blanton, who was, uh, he started working at the distillery um, at the age of 16, back when it was Old Fire Copper Distillery. I did a little history stuff here for it. <laughs> and, it was, and it was cool. And he ended up becoming, uh, like, the lead distiller there and... Uh, any guesses on what the B in Albert B. Blanton stands for? Bernard. Ballast. Beatrice. Andrew? What do you think? Andrew's pan, okay. It's Bacon. His, no. his middle name is actually Bacon. Colonel wow. Albert Bacon Blanton. Why would you abbreviate that if your name, middle name is B? I would never say I would never say B. I'd say Fucking bacon every time. Yeah, yeah. My name's Albert Bacon, motherfucker. I would probably too. I love bacon. Albert B. Albert B. Well, he was a colonel. Maybe it was like a weird thing. A colonel. That means he served in. What does a colonel mean? I don't know. <laughs> can, you, can you look it up? <laughs> Tommy Tech. Because, like, oh, colonel, that's like. Well, you can be a colonel of chicken. <laughs> like, colonel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Colonel Sanders ever did. Colonel Sanders ever ever served? I'm sure Colonel Sanders I was think in the army. Anything at one other point. than chicken? <laughs> Colonel is a ranking in the in the uh, armed forces. Yes, it's like a low ranking though, or is it a high ranking? Well, it's higher than a private. Higher than a private? Probably not higher than a sergeant general though. Yeah, it's it's above uh, lieutenant colonel and uh, below brigadier colonel. So Colonel Sanders. <laughs> he was a war hero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is getting off the rails. I'm going to pull this back in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pull it back in, Andrew. Pull it back in. So we just played in Dallas again for the first time in eight years. Yeah. 
There was a lot of kernels in Dallas when we played there. Let's tie it all together. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and that was really good whiskey. We used to tour the United States a lot more. We used to just be dumb kids in a van, and we went wherever music was going to take and us. Now we're dumb adults in a van. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty so, much. We can afford hotels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is nice. That is. We don't. Well, we actually did have one time where we slept six people in the same hotel room. But we usually don't no, do we, that. No, we did, we did that more than once. A couple times. But it was comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not being complaining. And side note, shout out to all the people who helped us, uh, you know, that we got a crash with on the way to the tour. Oh, yeah. That really means a lot to us. Yeah. If you guys are listening or ever watching, we really appreciate it. Anybody that we can crash with. Uh, but uh, in our dumb days we played a show in dallas i don't even remember where it was do you have that in the old uh, uh show yeah, notes? yeah well, that yeah, should be yeah. on the website so yeah. um but that was in the middle of the two-month tour yeah is that true yeah, i'm pretty so, sure because there was one tour we did where we just went out for two months and said fuck it we're gonna be gone for two months and we're gonna figure yeah. a bunch of stuff out <laughs> Dallas was like the last, it was the start of the last week of, of that tour. Yeah, yeah. We, we were booking shows as we went. Yeah, yeah. And all the magic stories that you hear come from that one two-month tour. Or like mm-hmm. in that era of us just being stupid, stupid, stupid kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then figuring stuff out and stuff like that. Like, you know, crazy stuff can't happen if you just don't have a bunch of stupid people yeah. in the room. So, <laughs> and this is just, this is no one's fault. And... I remember this place in Dallas. We went to a coffee the shop. Lounge. No, let's start the night before because I remember. I think it all started the night before. Yeah, we played it the night before. We played at a Night Rocker Live, which isn't there anymore, in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, that what? was that same trip. That was that trip. Yeah, really in San Antonio. Where did we play in San Antonio? Was that's it right, bowling that's right, Rocker Coyote? It was what? like it yeah. was like the Nick of <laughs> San Antonio. We played with the neckties. Yeah. Was that the place that had the comedy thing? Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. The guy had like the, the it was like the worst open mic comedy I'd ever seen in my life. Uh, but yes, I remember that place. Yes, that was fun and uh, playing in Texas. And geez, the neckties were eight years ago. Yeah. Because they were like 16. That These yeah. kids were supposed to be Greta Van Fleet before Greta Van Fleet existed. Mm hmm. And uh, they just ended up breaking up and not being able to put it together. But they're still amazing musicians. Yeah. They're all like doing other uh, great things. And none of none of them at that point when we were doing this this couple show run with them uh, had their driver's licenses yet. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Anyway, so awesome. the night before we played that show, the show was fun. I don't remember anything more notable than the bad comedy. But um, I got Alfred Peyote from an old man with a cane. That, that was the like high- elaborate on that story or what? Well, no, we were all standing outside, and this old was it, man with was a he cane, a colonel? Yeah. This old man with a cane was standing there, and he came over and he stretched out his hand, and I said, "What is that?" And he's like, "This is peyote. Have you ever had it?" And I said, "No." And he's like, "Well, would you like it?" And I said, "No." 
Because I God, used to be so a stupid. If an old man <laughs> offers you drugs, you take. I the used drugs. to be a very good person. You know that they're good because he's still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the only. <laughs> you're at least not gonna die. I'm, I'm, he's like, like, I'm he's only, like 39. Yeah. He's like got a cane. He's all fucked up. I'm only saying this because that's the only thing I remember about being in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a long. That's time the ago. only Did thing he have I remember. Knife in his cane. I, yeah. I don't remember the show. He... I don't remember. I don't barely even remember the comedy thing. I just remember this old guy with peyote. We got pretty drunk that night. Yeah. We did a lot, but yeah. we always had a designated driver back then, yeah. so I don't remember who it was. Well, you're here today, so ago. you yeah, guys exactly. did a good job. Obviously, wasn't one of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I was sober when I got off for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Steve had a really bad night. Um, yeah, and he just thought it was a really bad stomachache. Oh, the title of the story is Steve goes to the hospital. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, writing it down. Uh, no, but he just had a really bad stomach ache, and it sounded like a bad stomach ache the whole time. He's just really, you know, uh, oh man, I feel like yeah. I have to take a shit. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be. Oh too no, no, weird that, with it, but no, that, that's exactly what it was. It was, and I mean, we eat like shit on tour sometimes, especially like in the in the, in the south. States. Everything's oh, yeah. everything's fried. Every, it's really hard to find, you know, like good food like off the. Highway and shit, you know, because yeah. like you're you're mainly stopping at truck stops and and this that and the other, and like you can only have so many bananas before you start. Well, going and crazy. big <laughs> shout out to Europe for having great food. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. oh my god. Anyways, moving insane. On. But um, but yeah, so I I just figured it was something I ate. I was eating a lot of fried food, and you know we're drinking every night and drinking beer and drinking whiskey and all that shit. And and so I'm like, man, like I just I cannot get this gas out, and I'm having these like really intense gas pains in my stomach, is what I think it is. And uh, we go back to uh, our buddy Miguel's house. Uh, oh, okay, we yeah, with Miguel, this is Berkeley in, Miguel, Derek Wong's yeah, friend, yes. Back in Austin, so we drove back from San Antonio to Austin, stayed with Miguel, and we were sleeping on like yoga mats on the floor on his hardwood. And I was up the entire night, just like in and out of the bathroom, like trying to make myself yeah, go up, trying yeah, to just like relieve some of the pressure, and like nothing was helping at and all. And you stayed up probably all night doing all that, night right? trying to do. You didn't that. go yeah. to sleep. I might, I might have like micro napped or something. Yeah, like a but, little bit in the bathroom, but it was just it felt terrible. And yeah. Then the next day, the next morning, we drove to to Dallas, which is another what three, three and a half three hours, and a half or hours. So. And I'm in the van, and like I, I don't. At least I don't think I complain about a lot of shit. When no, we're on the he road doesn't. And stuff. Steve like, complains when it's hot. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the, the fan story is its own story. Yeah. And we'll talk about that at some point. And but same, same and tour, though. And losing a little bit of weight actually really helped with, with heat and stuff, even though we didn't have a lot of it on this tour. But no, but, uh, Steve's, nice. if, you, if Steve complains about heat, it's pretty normal. If Steve complains about anything else, yeah, yeah. it's like. It must be bad if Steve's complaining about it. He's not yeah. a complainer. So, And so we so we get to Dallas. We get there early. We have a couple hours before uh, loading. Load and so we park outside the Liquid Lounge in, in Dallas. And and uh, there's a coffee shop, like, what, a block, mm-hmm. block yeah. and a half, two yeah. blocks up the road. And uh, I'm just in, like, really bad pain. And so the, Still, so the guys, right? and this is now, like, you know, 18 hours after I started feeling like shit. And, like, we had already done the entire show in San Antonio, driven back, been up all night, feeling like crap. Everybody walks on, goes to the, uh, to the uh, 
coffee shop to get, you know, hopefully Wi-Fi and try to book <laughs> one or two more shows for the way back. And uh, it takes me like 35 minutes to walk a block and a half because my, my stomach's hurting. I'm cramping up. I can take like five, six steps, maybe 10 steps before like I feel myself just graying out and getting tunnel vision and feeling like I'm going to pass out and stuff. And like, I try to be a lot like really mind over matter with, with pain and stuff. And I'm like, nah, it's not that bad. Just fucking like keep going. It's probably nothing. You're probably just being a little bitch about it and whatever, when it comes to myself. But, um, end up getting to the, uh, to the coffee shop, go to the bathroom, try to relieve some pressure. Nothing happens. And then I, I tell Bobby, I'm like, dude, like I need to go to like an urgent care or something. Like just see if I can get some like antacids or, you know, and granted. Some- and once again, just to, to reiterate, when Steve says, I need to go to urgent care, like, there's a problem. Yeah. Because Steve's the last person to, his pain threshold is much higher than, much higher than most people. Yeah. And almost to a fault where it's like, you probably like should have told us, like, you know, <laughs> like, two days yeah, ago. Yeah, probably should have told us, like, 18 hours before. But, so when Steve's like, dude, I need to go to urgent care right now, like, that's, that means we have to go to the doctor. We, yeah, we should already be yeah, at the yeah, doctor. Yeah. 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 And so we, so Bobby uh, goes and grabs the van, picks me up, and we we go and go out. I'm like, hey, there's an urgent care like a couple blocks away. Urgent care is closed, and so the only place that there is to go is the emergency room at mm-hmm. uh, Baylor University Hospital. And so we end up going in there, and like the emergency room's like fucking packed and shit. And like there's so they're like, okay, yeah, you know, like put your name in, go ahead and take a seat. Um, and you guys, you stayed with me there for a little bit until you had to go and load in. For a little bit, and then load in was happening. Yeah. And so for some reason, we decided that we should probably go to the show instead of make sure you were okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, he was okay. No, that, we got yeah, to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. He had a doctor. He was in a bed. And I was like, like, I was like, cool. Like, I'm going to see them. Like, I'll make it over like as soon as I get seen. At the time, like, we didn't whatever. know what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, we didn't know if you were going to be good to go in like an hour or... Yeah, no, yeah, he could have just been constipated for all we yeah. knew. It, yeah, yeah. it just could all sounded some, like a stomach bug or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I'm I'm sitting there for like probably like two two and a half three hours in the emergency room waiting to get seen. Finally, they call my name and they take me back to this little room and they're like, "Hey, you know, so what's going on?" I'm like, "Well, I've been having really you know extreme abdominal pain for the last like you know twenty almost twenty four hours at this point." And uh, yeah, like. I don't know. So they took their hands and just like felt like on my stomach and stuff and got right over like my right hip. And they were like, Oh yeah. Okay. You you need to take a seat. Printed me up a uh, wristband. They're like, you're going upstairs. Like you got to call somebody cause you're going to be here for a couple days. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? They're like, your appendix is about to burst. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. And it was, and it was nuts because like, I've heard about appendicitis being painful and stuff and like it hurt, but I felt my body like shutting down on itself before I was like, Oh, this pain is like intolerable, you know? Yeah. And they were like, dude, like we've seen grown men come in here, like crying, like babies and this, that, and the other, like being like, I'm having like, feels like I'm having a kid, like whatever. I don't know. It was, it was weird. They were really like, uh, kind of blown away that I was like standing and being calm and, well, like we shit. said, like yeah. if any of us had that pain, we probably would have been the yeah, doctors exactly. like hours yeah. beforehand, like crying our eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, hey, I have appendicitis right now. Uh, can you help me out? <laughs> like, here's a download card. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll yeah, get to yeah. that. That's a diff- that's. But uh, so they so they brought me upstairs. They admitted me to the hospital and stuff. Like you know, I had to get in the gown and everything. And they started pumping me full of fluids. And they're like, hey, like you know, it's getting to that time where like they ran through the history. Like they like I called my mom. Um, the neckties uh, parents uh, were super nice and came and like sat with me and stuff like you know, while all that was happening and like they were talking with, with my mom who was in Colorado and stuff. And my well, you mom get, was, you're getting too far now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, this, this wasn't the same day. No, that was the same day that your mom was there and the neckties. Well, people no, were no, there. No. Yeah. She didn't, yeah, yeah. She didn't make it there the same day. Within no, she, three made, hours. she made it there Colorado. the next morning. No, you, no, you just ruined the story. <laughs> no. So what happened? No. So they, so I, I called my mom who's my emergency contact and uh, my mom's uh, was a nurse for you know many 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 years, and uh, and so she's freaking out because she understands the severity of like if your appendix ruptures you go septic, like you could die if you're not treated and it's like two and a half weeks in the hospital if you go septic because they have to like clean Make sure, out yeah you know, your entire gone. fucking body cavity and shit and I'm like yeah it's fine they gave me morphine like I'll be good to go like you know whatever. And uh, and then they told me that uh, because it's Dallas, they have a lot of there's a lot of crime and a lot of uh, like emergency surgery stuff that has to happen with like gunshot wounds and stabbings and shit, especially there around Baylor Hospital. So they were like, if we bring you up, like right, and by this point, like the show is pretty much like it's underway, and so and I'm not there obviously, and. Uh, and so they, they tell me, they're like, look, we can bring you into surgery and prep you for surgery, but if somebody comes in with, like, a gunshot wound, like, we're going to have to just leave you open on the table to go save their life because you'll be under general anesthesia, and we don't want you just open on the table, you know, while we have to do this. So we're going to wait until, like, you know, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever, and then when we have the, the amount of time to do it, like, then we'll do it. And that was just nuts. So I just kept... Hitting that morphine button and uh, <laughs> talking with the nurses and telling them about the band and had download cards and stuff and was just passing them out to the staff and like, hey, how like, big you was guys your, like rock and roll? Like, how like, big was your afro at this time? This is oh, peak afro Yeah, this was, my hair must have been at least like 10, 11, 12 inches at that point. Because there's definitely a picture of this. There's a picture yeah, yeah. of this on Facebook. We should post it uh, uh, <laughs> tomorrow or something. yeah. yeah. But uh, there's a picture of Steve with a giant afro handing a nurse a download card. Oh, so and like uh, being so positive. Like how many people would be so positive in that situation of being in the middle of, you know, far away from home, yeah. having to go to the hospital. And then, yeah, that's just the craziest thing in the world. So what, what happens? So uh, so we call, we call my mom. My mom's in Colorado with... Uh, the church, the high school church choir, they're doing a tour out there. My mom's chaperoning this, this choir tour. And uh, so she's like, I'll be there in the morning. She takes the like, first flight out that she can get to, uh, comes to Dallas. In the meantime, uh, the neckties uh, parents are, are uh, hanging hanging with me and making sure that I'm okay. They get me the uh, all the my, my backpack and, and suitcase and stuff from the van. Because you guys are leaving and playing, what was it? Uh, you guys were, the next night, you guys were in Oklahoma City playing Belle Isle, Belle Isle Brewery, and uh, which was 
nuts. So like you, you guys were like, okay, well, I guess we'll see you. Well, I, I remember California <laughs> after the show in Dallas, we got done. Yeah. And then we came back to the hospital to see you. Yeah. And we were in the elevator going up to your floor and there were like three doctors or three nurses or three people in the elevator. Yeah. And then they were looking at us cause we're all in the elevator and they're like, I think we know who you're here to see. <laughs> you guys in the band that you guys in the band that he's talking about? And we're like, what? And he's like, yeah, you guys are going to like this room. That's where Steve is. And we're like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. oh yeah, you guys are the band. Okay, we know we know about the band. All right. Like Steve was telling all these people about the band yeah. that he was in. And we, you know, we got done with the show. And I think we we drove pretty far that night. I remember leaving. From the hospital, had to, having to drive pretty yeah, far, yeah. but we we went and saw you and uh, made sure that yeah, was okay. and we knew uh, your mom was coming down. We knew yeah, you were yeah. taking yeah, care we knew of. all this by now. You were all you were in the hospital. You were admitted. Everything was fine. So we didn't just leave you. Oh really no, 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 like I, no, I, no, wanna, no, I, I didn't mean it like that. No, no, no yeah. I, I, I just want to clarify yeah, that yeah. in general that like well, and the tour the tour has to go on like like there's shows and stuff, and I'm like. Trying, I'm talking to the doctors like, hey, so like, when can I get out of here? Yeah, exactly. Like, when can I just like hop on a flight and meet him? Because mm-hmm. there's there's a week left of the tour. Yeah. At this point, and I'm like, I just want to get back out there. I'm like, just fucking patch me up and let me go. Like, <laughs> like they can, they can, they can load I love in. That. Like, I feel like that's what we'd all say. Like, like I'll, fuck I'll, it. Like, yeah, I'll yeah, sit for the show. Like, I'll try not to move around too much. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I won't no, like, break it. Don't worry about it. They're like, if you like, you're you're getting the the uh, uh, laparoscopic procedure, which is where they blow, uh, make three small incisions, and then they actually fill your body cavity full of air. And so that they can go and work around in there without having to like fillet you open, and uh, and they were like, oh yeah, no, like with the laparoscopic procedure, like you can't get on a plane for like at least a week, because if the plane depressurizes, like you might fucking just blow up, like, <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, that's not funny. No, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy funny. though. But like like if if the plane depressurizes, like it'll expand, it'll rip the sutures. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. You could, and then if it's the dangerous. sutures rip, like you can go septic, and you're right back, you know, where you were yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple hours away from a hospital at that point. So yeah, so I was pretty fucking bums because like I was yeah, like, fuck, dude, yeah, like I'm gonna have to miss the rest of the tour and like. And then, like, reality started setting in and shit, and I'm like, ah, fuck, this is going to be really expensive. And fucking, yeah, all, you know, all the things all that the come things. with that. But, but it Anyways, was good. Yeah, it, it worked good. out, right? We yeah. finished the tour. That was the first time we learned how high you actually sing, because we tried to <laughs> sing your vocal parts, yeah, yeah. and uh, no one could really quite do it. Yeah. Uh, and how irreplaceable you are. How, so, How many shows did we have after that? Uh, after played, that like, was... Yeah, Oklahoma City, Lubbock, Texas, Albuquerque, Lake Havasu, and then... Where'd you play in Albuquerque? Burt's Tiki Bar. And Bash Rip Rocks in Lubbock, Texas. And Jake's in Lake Havasu. And uh, yeah, missed all those. But I was back for the uh, Constellation Room show. uh, And how long did you have to stay in Dallas? You had to stay in Dallas for... For like a week? Yeah. Like seven days? I was in the hospital for three days, and then... I was my mom. My mom got there the next morning, like as I was like getting out of surgery and stuff. And uh, and God bless her because I was not a happy camper when <laughs> when we got out and she put up with me um, and really took care of me and shit for for that week, which was really nice to have her there. Love you, ma. 
Um, and, uh, and uh, yeah, we, I think it was like four or five days in the hotel. It yeah. was like a, like a week total. And then yeah. we flew back and like, I wanted to get up and just like go and do things. I was sick of being in bed, like sick of not doing shit. And she's like, no, like you gotta fucking relax. Like I'm getting all frustrated and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, no, you need to, you need to sit here and fucking heal. You dumbass. Like you're going to hurt yourself. And that was probably what before, like you could binge watch shit on Netflix too. So like you, no, that, that, was, yeah, beginning was, that was before Netflix. Yeah. Pre Netflix. That was yeah, back that was, when Netflix, Netflix was just DVDs. Yeah, it was just yeah. DVDs. Uh, there was no there was, streaming there was services. On, Blockbuster was still around in 2012. Yeah, yeah it was probably yeah, it boring. Really. It's still pretty boring to be in a hospital these days. But. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that is. And yeah, you had to stay there by yourself. You had to come home by yourself. Well, not by yourself, but with your mom. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you had to come home by yourself and just be there for a week, which would, like, Imagine anyone on tour having to be left in any location mm-hmm. for an amount yeah, yeah. of time. It would feel terrible. I mean, so. it was a pretty pretty good excuse, if you ask me. But oh yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Not that it wasn't. Yeah, but I'm but, lazy. Yeah, I mean, well, no, in the sense I of mean, like okay. musicians are used to. We're used to moving so fast yeah, yeah, on tour, yeah, which yeah. is we need to be somewhere. We have something to do. And we have mm-hmm. a purpose that day, and. It, we're doing that every day for like an entire month, and we yeah. you just get in that mode of let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we yeah. doing? And so, if just to put the brakes on that, like, like I have to stay in one place, and this like it's not my house, and and you know, like and I need help get like yeah. I needed help like sitting up because like, yeah with the with the abdominal muscles like I, they didn't want me to sit up on my own like I had to learn how to like roll over out of bed my mom had to help me like get out of bed and stuff like fucking yeah you had to do the barrel roll yeah, yeah. man like it was ev- everything and then like walking was tough because like that anesthesia just fucks you up man like, and you were how old 24 I was 24 25 20, 27 I was 20. really yeah, yeah i was i was 25 when we started the band we were 20 i was 21 yeah okay because i was drinking <laughs> no one of you guys yeah. getting so tossed Wait, but how long ago was geez. it? This was 2012. <laughs> I was born in 85, fast math, I was 27. When's your birthday? A, just about to turn 27. There you what, go. What, what, uh, okay. what, is, what is that caused from? Uh, the appendix is a little thing that's attached to your lower intestine that used to be, it's a kind of like an obsolete uh, organ now because it was uh, meant for like back when we were hunters and gatherers and like eating tree bark and dirt and like rough it, like reeds and shit you know you don't eat bark uh, anymore no no i try not to but uh (laughs) although it is high in fiber but um no the uh so you don't really need it but then like when you're on tour or if you you know work long hours and like you don't go to the bathroom regularly sometimes you'll you'll get backed up and like some fecal matter will will get into that organ and uh infect it and then it gets infected and like when we're in the van for, you know, hours and hours and hours on end, and you know, not taking a shit, or you know, you don't have time for a shit and a smoke, or something, which we've been better about now. <laughs> that's the balance. Do I smoke a cigarette or do I take a shit? No, but that's it's like if if we're if we're pressed for time, it's like well, I'm either gonna get a water or I'm just gonna like have a smoke or I'm gonna take a shit, but like there's not enough time to do all three, you know. 
And uh, and we've gotten better about it, but I feel like it was before. It was like just you know fire drill, just like like out in like we got to get there, blah, 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 like whatever. But um, but yeah. So the 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 appendix gets infected, and then it starts to swell, and then if you don't catch it early enough and treat it with antibiotics, um, it has the uh, tendency to burst. Damn, and uh, and if it bursts, then you're fucked because then you just have a bunch of shit in your body cavity, and you go septic, and uh, you can die from that. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. And that's why Steve doesn't like Dallas. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, but was, that's why it was crazy to be back in Dallas. Yeah, was, like, holy shit, we haven't been. And the in show Dallas was great since. in Dallas, man. Like that was really yeah. fun. And uh, there was a bunch of people there, and it was kind of people a cool... came out from far distances. Yeah, it was, it was really. My was cousin really was there. Yeah, my cousin yeah. and her husband and their friends were there. They were super really, cool. It was really yeah. cool. I haven't, I haven't actually seen Morgan in Dallas since she's moved there. I've only seen her at, at family get-togethers and stuff. But it's crazy because I was at their wedding almost five years ago, and uh, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. But uh, and then you guys got to meet both of them, and yeah, they're both super rad, and came to our shows, and I was like, yo, you guys like they they're really into you know Sturgill and and all those and Chris Stapleton and that kind of thing, and I was like, yo, you guys will really really dig this band, and they hadn't seen me play like guitar since I was in high school, so oh nice, it was the same kind of thing as like in Vista, and then I was explaining, I had explained a couple times like my. My uncle Mark and Aunt Barb, who were at the show at Ebullition and Vista, are Morgan's parents. So it was like super cool. Oh, like, nice. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. Yeah, yeah those, are, so those are her parents. So my cousin Jeff, that was at that show as well. Yeah. That's her brother. So it was, it was just like, it's always cool to have family members come and, and see and be like, this is why I'm living this insane lifestyle. Yeah. This is, you know, like. This so is this is what it's for. <laughs> I hope it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was good to finally play Dallas for the Yeah, yeah for, we're getting for the a lot of full time. circle moments yeah, yeah. in the United States. Yeah. Uh places we haven't been we hadn't been back to South Carolina in yeah. that same That's amount of time. I feel like I totally redeemed myself this time. <laughs> totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you didn't, know, get, didn't get appendicitis this time. Yeah. Fuck you, Dallas. <laughs> Yep, don't gotta worry about that one again, hopefully. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Score one, Steve. <laughs> no, it was good. It feels good being back in a lot of these places. Yeah. Like, being able to just go, oh, cool, like, we actually played a real show at this place yeah. now. It yeah. only took eight years, but, uh, you know, things are starting to happen. No, that shit was crazy. In the moment, that shit was crazy. So, uh, yeah. It was really cool being back at Dallas. It was really cool uh, to start to reminisce about all these U.S. stories because we have a lot of them. We don't think about them. Heaven forbid we ever go back to Nebraska or Iowa or anything (laughs) like that and start to relive some of those moments. The the Rockford Files? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They'll come. No, but... uh, that was a crazy moment, and the fact that you like even stayed with it and stuff like that after that, you know, like no fucking give me more, give me more appendicitis on the road after yeah, that. Man, it's like, like you fuck know, it, whatever. It just speaks to the type of person and the type of people we are that you know we're 
whatever. You can move on and go like, Steve will be fine. Like he's okay, and then we'll figure it out, and then he'll just join back up with us. Yeah, and it'll be great. And well, that's I mean, what that's just the 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 life of being on the road, man. Like you got to roll with the punches and you got to take it as it comes and realize what you have control over and what mm-hmm. you just have to kind of resign yourself to. And you know. Even though it sucked, like I was pissed that I couldn't of course, finish out the yeah, tour with you guys. Be? I would be livid. But also, yeah. I'm like, well, it's I'd rather sport. like go back and you know play with them, you know, in a couple of weeks when alive. we have our next show, like alive. Than, yeah. Yes. You know, like blow up on a on a <laughs> yeah. plane. The plane. Well, anyway, it's, it's a huge it's a huge memory too, because we were we were that tour was like two and a half months, and we yeah, were yeah. just doing bullshit. Um, Around the country for most most of the time, but like like I can vividly remember looking back at you walking to that coffee shop, yeah, and yeah. you're like you're like you know so far away from us, just like yeah, yeah. hunched over, like I'm dying, and like Guys, being I don't like think I'm okay, you know, yeah, being yeah. like okay, well there's something wrong, yeah, you know, like I I can vividly remember that, and I can't I can't vividly remember you know. The three shows we played after that. Yeah, but, I yeah, can't yeah. remember um, the show. I, but I, I, remember, I remember Dallas. Like I remember going to the hospital. I remember being in, in the elevator. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember everything that came around that. I mean, I even remember like I think we left someone's wallet. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but when oh, we yeah, when we left I the left. hospital. Was that then? We left oh, the hospital. I can tell this it's a <laughs> okay. story too. Cause, yeah, so, go ahead. I, I remember that but part. That, that I, was I didn't that put night. that together. That, that was, was that this, night. right? So after this, we were leaving the hospital. I went because it was extremely <laughs> hot outside. I remember when we were playing at the venue, it was hotter. Uh, I it, Usually you play like an extremely hot venue. You go outside to cool off. Yeah. And I remember playing this venue, and it was hotter outside than it was in the yeah, venue. Yeah. So it was like there was nowhere to even this cool was, off. It was this the was like summer. the beginning of August in Dallas. Like it's fucking hot. It was pretty humid. To which us California people were not used to, and so I went after we got out of there to uh, put shorts on, and so we were in the van in the hospital parking lot, and uh, I changed really quickly, and I remember I was on the grass, and the sprinklers came on. This is funny that I remember this because I remember this vividly. Yeah, I remember it too. And the sprinklers came on. So I jumped out of the way of the sprinklers, put my shorts on, we drove on our way, and we were maybe 30 to 45 minutes 45 minutes to an out. hour. That's what I remember. And oh, we go to the next gas station, and I go, I don't have my wallet. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, like, where did I put it? Where could I put it? Or somewhere, and it's like, I don't have my wallet, I don't have my license. And everyone was like, are we going back or are we not going back? And it's like, can we go back and figure yeah. out what's going yeah, on? Yeah. So the problem with going back is you it you don't just lose the time you take to go back. You lose twice that much time because yeah. you have to go back and then you have to go forward again. Yeah. So, so all of a sudden it's three <laughs> times as long as... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you lose yeah twice as... Yeah. But at that time, it's your wallet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not something it has my like, license... I can't get you know, in any bars. I can't yeah, do anything yeah. without my wallet. So like, it made it sense. Like we caught it early enough next, that it, yeah. yeah. So we went back to the hospital, drove 45 minutes again back from where that was with everyone not very happy with me. And we get to the exact same parking space and it's like, it's not fucking there. It's not fucking there. I remember I put my wallet on the 
now like hooded the van or whatever mm. because when the sprinklers hit me, I forgot that my wallet was on the hood of the car. And so the sprinklers hit me and I went, oh, fuck. And I jumped out of the way and just jumped in the van without yeah. thinking that I had put my wallet on the hood of the car. And then, so I'm like, fuck, it has to be here. And it was a pretty big parking lot and there was no one in it because it was probably super late at night at this point. Mm-hmm. And we start, like, retracing the path. It's like, okay, where could this have possibly <laughs> gone? And we're, like, walking all in the parking lot. We had everyone looking in the parking lot. And, it, and we finally get to, like, outside into the street. And we go into the street, like, past where all the shit was. And lo and behold, there's my fucking wallet in the middle of the street of this hospital. (laughs) And I, there is nothing that feels like finding your fucking wallet in the middle of the street in, in, like, when you've just Mm -hmm. convinced all of your friends to go... Look, can we waste another two hours of your life to make this thing happen? <coughs> There's nothing that feels so good as actually being able to find yeah. it. It was in the middle of the fucking road. There was yep. just street lights on. I remember seeing this like yep. dark black thing. I can, in the I can of the see road. that too. Like I can see, I could visualize it. And God wow. damn it, if it wasn't amazing to find my fucking <laughs> wallet. And then everyone feels justified in going back and is not pissed at you anymore. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. wins when you win. Yeah. But <laughs> I remember, like, it was just like. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's drive three hours to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Because you know, like, if we. No uh, one was upset at all. Yeah. About no one was but upset. I guarantee you, if we didn't find it, everyone would be fucking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. It's funny how that works, but, but, you know, those are the things you do when you're 20 when, something you know, and fucking around. There's, there's certain things that happen on the road that you just kind of have to, like, step, step back or. Do whatever you need to do and just be amazed at like so there's there's something out there like making sure this is working. I mean the fact that we we went all the way back 45 minutes later and your wallet's just sitting there yeah. on there's the same road. Like there's a now. lot of that stuff that goes on and I'm not I'm not weird in like the ethereal world or anything like that. But like <laughs> there there's, there's, there's I feel there's, like there's, there's like a lot of coincidences there's, in our there's lives. There's like those yeah, tour yeah, gods like, like oh, yes. all the all the old like. Tour guides, Rock and roll guys, guys are like looking down on touring bands and vans yeah, and like being Madden like, gods. dude, they left that wallet. That'll be there when I get back, man. I don't know. Like, there's weird things there's, like that. There's, there's way crazier than we could ever explain. Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll talk there's, about like all we'll the talk about everything, but, goes on, but like, if there's that's, been any that's the one universe thing. and not coincidence, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we have all of yeah, it. Yeah, man. That's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, it's the simulation. Yeah. Very blessed. And, that I did, is, and I did not die. You I'm did still, not die. Let's here. give a round of that applause for Steve yeah. not dying. Yes, yeah. Steve. We're all proud of you, brother. We're yeah. all proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Steve. Here, here. It was a it was a team it was a team effort. Way to hang in there. Team effort to keep keep me going over there. So, and I was in high school when this was happening. Yeah, yeah. You were learning about the birds and the economics bees. and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, do we have any picks of the week? It's I do. Okay I, do. I, 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 brought, I brought a pick. Ooh. I don't think I've done this thing yet, have I? Do you guys care? No, not yet. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, uh, as some people may know, I am a pot smoker in the band. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> I like to smoke pot, so I do want to bring it in the van. But I would never want to jeopardize any sort of situation, especially going to the cruise 
that that cruise is a big gig for us. The last thing I would ever want to do is put myself in some stupid situation where I was smoking a bowl and I got caught. Um, so I traveled with this thing. It's called Enjoy Native. It is a smell-proof bag, and this thing is... I, I thought it was kind of gimmicky at first when I bought it. I bought it on Amazon. Um, it's got really, really great reviews. Um, it's generally pretty big. But um, So we brought um, me and Robbie Boyd, the guy who travels with us, both smoke. I brought a pipe and some pot, and I put it in this. And um, I would smoke, uh, people who smoke pot know that it can be very, very smelly. It did not smell in the van. I was smoking, like, I would smoke a bowl and, like, just kind of put it out real quick. And sometimes it would, be st- it would still be smoking and I'd put it in this thing and zip it up. And you can't smell shit. And the other thing is that blew my mind is when I got home, like... If you smell this, it doesn't even smell like there's been any... It smells like it's brand new. Like, that, it doesn't even that, smell I'll, like... I'll tell you right now, I'll tell the podcast, that does not smell like anything like weed. It it that, doesn't. That smells, wow. like a, that smells like a beautiful laundry. You guys want to And live? I feel yeah, like... I'm, I'm uh, Warren... That's wild. And, and Warren you didn't, you didn't smoking like a bowl and coming back into the van smelled way more like weed than this bag smells right now. Wow. That's fucking wild, Isn't dude? that insane? Wow. It's what? insane. Is it like charcoal insane. in there or something? It's, they should make I, that for like laundry. Wow. It's the material that they do to some sort of thing where it like literally pulls the smell out of... Whatever it is, and um, again, wow. there, there were, I think there was one night on tour where where the pipe was just set in the van, and I think it was in Nashville, and we got in the van, and we're like, God, it smells like weed in here. Like, this is so weird. What could it have been? And, and we put it back in here, and just, again, the way that this thing works is unbelievable because it does not smell at all, and it's, you know, it's kind of inconspicuous, um, but well, yeah, you're showing everyone. everyone again, knows. Well, yeah, you're telling you know, everyone yeah. our secrets. Oh, hey, all the cops who are watching, <laughs> yeah. go yeah, pull this thing out of the back and see what's in there. But no, again, this thing. I mean, <laughs> shit. I don't know. Eventually. Maybe you have some like really smelly food that you like, like kimchi. You're like, I love kimchi, but I don't like traveling. For your t- it smells <laughs> like shit. For, for all who those that are that? trying to eat tuna melts in the van. <laughs> I love kimchi, so I need this extra. Smell I love touring with Robert John the Wreck, but Robert loves kimchi, and I can't stand the smell. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. But no, for, seriously, for corn nuts and. That's what I would do with, like, tuna or something. Just put it in that. (laughs) This thing was a game changer, and I feel like it is uh, uh, the best way if you want to travel with something that smells like pot. This is the best way to do it. Or it's uh, just smelly in general. You know. Yeah, like egg salad sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can keep your milk yeah. in there. Yeah, and how curdled milk? How much? How much was that? Uh, are you looking it up? I think I'm, it was twenty to yeah. twenty bucks. Is very, I, I was wondering if this was the same size because I'm, I'm not seeing the yeah. size on here. No, and it's funny. I didn't. Pick yeah, twenty ninety nine. Yeah. On, uh, on Amazon. This is a great thing. I mean, even even if you're in a country that or a country, a state that it's recreational. Driving around with one of these and having your pot car, car not totally smell like pot all the time, I think is a good thing. And um, again, I can't highly recommend it because it blew my mind when I when I brought it back. I was like, you know, like anything that has like old ash in it always smells like shit. This thing does not smell like anything right now. I think it blew it's my amazed. mind. I, I the ba- like maybe the bag works or not when it's closed. But the fact that the inside of that thing, we all yeah, smell yeah. the inside yeah, of that they, thing, and yeah. it does not yeah. smell like weed, smell blows anything. my mind. Yeah, because yeah. there's been weed in that for an entire three month. weeks. Yeah. yeah, and again, like, like 
like smoke a pipe bowl and it's all ashy and it flakes everywhere and it's still kind of smoky. Put it in there and it's just like it's like it's a magic trick. You're like, how the That's fuck is wild. that working? Come on. That's and awesome. it's just like cloth and mesh and yes, I, so, heavy, so, so I, have a, I have a question. Can you highly recommend this product? Hey <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can. So that's I can. my thing of the week. Come on, up top. Nice. There we go. Yeah. Set Henry up for that joke. Well, and uh, as always, we'll have the uh, picks of the week, uh, the link to that, and uh, to the drinks that we're drinking, uh, as much as we can get the links for those, and Henry's history lesson playlist in the description somewhere. That's right, yo. Yeah. On the uh, on the the where the description. Things go. <laughs> it's the end of the podcast, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Come on, this is so, really good. Whiskey, we're gonna be for like thirty hours. Yeah, um, we've got uh, Marine Room on Friday. Playing, yep, playing, playing at the Marine Friday. Room on Friday in Laguna Beach, California, and then uh, next Saturday we're gonna be at the uh, the Docent Brewing <laughs> Field Trip Fest. Docent in Field San Juan trip. Capistrano. You guys um, can come with out the and Quaker get City Nighthawks. You yeah. can ask them for the coffee, uh, the super tonic, what we drank tonight. <laughs> super tonic. And uh, yeah, you can get your tickets online at www.docentbrewing.com um, or also hit us up. Fieldtrip.com too. Oh, really? Fieldtrip Fest. I think so. Cool. And, and we got South by Southwest after that. Yeah. We're going to be heading back out to Austin in a couple of weeks and then uh, Europe after that. And then so, man, it totally. More stuff. I, I think, like, uh, Amanda just gets so used to her space that she fucking hates me coming home now. She's like, oh, can you go back out on tour again? Because <laughs> uh, I got really used to hanging out with uh, me and the cat, and uh, we were doing a really good job before you got here. <laughs> so we're um, killing the game I think at Scrabble. She'll be happy and, for me to go to South by Southwest <laughs> and have some time to herself again. Throw a little kink. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. So uh, as always, uh, be good to each other. Uh, don't forget to get wrecked, and we'll see you other. on Friday at the Marine Room. See you guys later, later, later. And go to Dosen. Field trip go to Dosen Festival. Grab some food there. They have awesome food and also. tickets to field trip and fest. tickets to field trip fest. So uh, we'll see you soon. Bye.